Welcome back for day two of week two through our look through the book of Nehemiah. We begin a look today at a third step for those who are gonna do some rebuilding in their lives, some re-energizing of their life. You know, two of the most powerful words for re-energizing your life are the words, thank you, thank you. In Nehemiah chapter three, God devotes an entire chapter to recognizing those who helped to rebuild the wall. And this is a chapter of scripture, God's eternal word. He devotes an entire chapter of his eternal word, knowing that for thousands of years we'd be reading it to those who helped in rebuilding the wall. Obviously, God thinks that saying thank you is important. You can see it here. You can see the thank yous in the building of the temple in 1 Kings 7 and 8. You can see it in the rebuilding of the temple in Ezra chapter 8. You can see the thank yous in the last chapter of many of Paul's letters. Romans chapter 16 is a great example. So why is it so important? Why is appreciation, this third step, it goes from this ability to see the problem to take the first step, and now this third step for rebuilders of appreciation. Why is it so important? Well, the real value of appreciation is in its result. Appreciation, saying thank you, equals encouragement. And you gotta have encouragement in order to rebuild. In fact, saying thank you, appreciation equals encouragement both for the person who's saying thank you and the one to whom it is given. Everyone gets encouragement. Appreciation says what you've done is important and needed and noticed. You might know that the word appreciation literally means to raise something in value, like money that's appreciating or a piece of real estate that's appreciating in value. It's raising in value. When you take the time just to say the two words, thank you, you are appreciating a person. You're raising them in value. That's why it's worth a chapter in God's word, many chapters actually. And that's why it's worth the time in your life. Now, the interesting thing to me about Nehemiah 3 is it gives us some practical insights in how to say thank you to the people that you work with, the family you live with, the believers that you serve with. It shows us how. I could just say, go say thank you, and we'd all be okay at it, I guess. But the truth of the matter is there is a skill of saying thank you. It's a skill I need to develop more and more in my life. You probably need to develop more and more in your life. And Nehemiah teaches us three things about developing that skill in this chapter. To say thank you, you have to be specific, you have to be sensitive, and you have to be searching. You have to be specific about who you're appreciating, what you're appreciating them for. You have to be sensitive. You have to look past the surface to see why you're appreciating someone. And you have to be searching. You have to intentionally motivate yourself to appreciate others. We're gonna look at these over the next couple of days together. First, you gotta be specific. Now, first thing Nehemiah teaches us about this is you gotta use people's names. To be specific, you have to use their name. Not, hey guys, great job, but John, great job. Susan, that was awesome. Joe, unbelievable. Jan, oh, wow, you've made a difference with your life. Just look at the names in this chapter. The people that Nehemiah names as those who helped to rebuild the wall. Now, don't get bored in this part because you're gonna think, oh, this is just names. Remember, this is in God's word. So let me just share with you a few of those names. Eliashib, the priests, the men of Jericho, Zachar, and the sons of Hassanah, Merimoth, and Mashulam, and Zadok, and the men of Tekoa, and Joida, and Mashaluam, and men from Gibeon, and Mizpah, and Medaliah, and Jadon, and Uziel, and Hananiah, and Raphaiah, and Jediah, and Hattush, and Milkaijah, and Hashahub, and Shalom, and Shalom's daughters, and Hanan, and the residents of Genoa, and Malkaijah, and Shalom, and Nehemiah, and Reum, and the Levites, and Hashabiah, and Benui, and Ezra, and Baruch, 
Baruch and Meramuth and the priests from the surrounding region and Benjamin and Hashahub and Benui again and Palal and Pedaiah and the temple servants and the men of Tekoa and the priests and Zadok and Shemaiah and Hananiah and Hanan again and Mashalum again and Mechalijah again and the goldsmiths and the merchants. That's who's listed in this chapter. Now, I had to practice that, I've got to tell you, because I know for most of you, this chapter is the chapter of your nightmares. The nightmare you have is you're going to be in a Bible study with somebody, and you're going to get to Nehemiah chapter 3, and somebody's going to say, could you read verses 18 to 36 for us? And it's got all these names. So let me just give you some tips about what to do if you ever get in that situation. First, read the names confidently, like you know what they are, because no one else knows how to pronounce them either. So if you read it confidently, they're going to think, oh, that's how to pronounce that name. You could do that, or you could even be more honest, and just when you get to a name you don't know, just say hard name. So there was Nehemiah, and hard name, and hard name, and hard name, and hard name, and the priests, and hard name, and hard name, and hard name, and the goldsmiths, oh, and the merchants. You can read it that way. You get everybody to laugh, because they don't want to read those names either. When you look at this chapter, 48 different personal or group names are used. Using names says you are important. You are important. So when you say thank you, use people's names. Now, when you're doing that, one of the things Nehemiah teaches us in this chapter is don't let the fact that you can't recognize everyone equally keep you from recognizing someone personally. Sometimes we don't use a name because we think, well, I might leave somebody out. Nehemiah didn't worry about that. Look at verses 31 and 32. Next to him, Melchijah, one of the goldsmiths, made repairs as far as the house of the temple servants and the merchants. And between the room and the corner of the sheep gate, the goldsmiths and the merchants made repairs. So notice he singles out one goldsmith, but he also says they all made repairs. Now, the others could have felt jealous. Why did he get singled out? Or they could have rejoiced that one of their own was singled out. That's their choice. But your choice needs to be to use people's names when you say thank you. That's one of the things the Bible teaches us again and again. So what names do you need to bring to mind right now? people you're grateful for, people you need to say thank you to. The place to begin is to bring them to mind right now in God's presence. God, I am grateful for this person, their name in your mind. One of the ways to specifically give thanks is to use names. And then another way to specifically give thanks is to talk about the details. Don't just give this generalized thank you. Talk about the details. In this chapter, look at the details. He talks about walls, and gates, and beams, and towers, and bolts, and bars, and he recognizing each part of what they did when they built. Mentioning details says what you did was important. When I mention a name, it says you are important. When I mention the detail, it says what you did was important. And remember, nothing becomes dynamic until it becomes specific. When it becomes specific, it has greater power. If I say, thanks, everyone, great job, there's no power in that. But if I say, Joe, Thank you for showing up early to make sure all the tables and chairs were in place for this meeting. We had a better meeting because of what you did. We all appreciate you, Joe. That has power. So when you think about details, what details do you need to be thankful for? Some detail of something that somebody has done for you. And maybe even more importantly, how could you tell them today? How could you tell the person whose name came to your mind a moment ago, the detail that came to your mind right now? How could you tell them today? Write them a note, write them an email, send them a text. How can you let them know today. The beginning place for being thankful, for letting them know, is to be thankful in God's presence for that person. So let's do that right now in prayer. Next few moments, just say, God, thank you. Thank you for this person. And name them. Bring their name before God. Thank you for this person. 
and thank you that they did this. The detail that they did. It may be huge. It may be seemingly small, but it's important to you. So thank you, God, that this person, their name, did this, the detail. Thank you, God, for the fact that you put other people into our lives to make a difference. And thank you, God, that we don't have to live life alone. And I pray that you help me, help us to remember to say thank you, not to rush by those opportunities, those moments. And I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Join us tomorrow. We're going to talk about how to be sensitive when you say thank you.